there. This is Dr. Pam Perry, and welcome to Speakers Magazine Show, where we bring you the best, the brightest, and the most brilliant speakers across the land. Brilliant Black speakers, too, by the way. Uh, so if you are just tuning in, Speakers Magazine is five years old. The show just debuted this year, and we really like to feature the speakers that are doing the big things. And no other today, I have Dr. David M. Walker. We are streaming on Amazon Live because his book is on Amazon called The Champion's Mind. And we're also over here on LinkedIn and on YouTube. And of course, it'll be on speakersmagazine.com. But what I want to do is bring up Dr. David M. Walker. <laughs> How are you? How are you? Pam, oh I am doing well, and uh, I'm just so glad to be on the show tonight. Oh, I'm glad that this book is out, right? This is one of those things where the champion's mind, and I'm going to give a, I didn't read a formal bio because they can read that in the show notes. Okay. But what I will say is that I know about Dr. David M. Walker that he has been working on this book for a while. And uh, he is, um, how do I say it? His name is David. So that's where a lot of this book came from. He'll tell you a story about how his grandmother really said his name shall be David. And David is more than a giant killer. That's right. Uh, and this particular David M. Walker came through my branding accelerator program and he has learned so much. I'm so proud of him. He's got this name.com. He's branding things. He's got video. He's got a book trailer. He's soon going to have an Amazon page. He got the book actually published. I mean, doing the things, but one of the things that um, when someone like Dr. David is multi-passionate, meaning that he was a teacher, he was a preacher, he was an athlete, he was a referee for 25 years, 25 uh -huh. years right? He <laughs> loves sports. So he loves sports, all sports, and he has a podcast and he has like a knack for really pulling together a lot of people and just really overall wanting to improve people's lives. So it was just really trying to kind of difficult to figure out what his brand was going to be. But I always told him, I said, your first book is really going to settle who you are and what you're about. And then that's why The Champion's Mind, because it talks about how to defeat giants and win. And everybody has those kind of things where they feel like they're like David and Goliath. They're going up against some giants, right? It's like, oh my God, how do I do that? And then the resilience that it takes. This right here, I just want to say, Dr. David, remind me of Michigan State Sparty. Ah, right? the Spartans. <laughs> and, and actually, that's exactly what that is. It's a, it's a, spark, it's a kind of a Spartan helmet, but it's uh, it's it's protecting the, the mind. Right, that's that's right, that right. the whole thing. Yeah. So, so this is an MSU home. So I just look at uh -huh. that. Oh, there, there we go. There's a Sparty. But the thing of it is, is that your story is woven in with the biblical principles because you actually, you know, minister, pastor as well. And then mm -hmm. it's woven into with the sport. So it's it's one of those things where it took all of your passions and everything that you're about. The only thing I don't think it really has in here is that David was also a psalmist. So do you sing? I never asked you that. No. Uh, if you ask my family, they'll answer that for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I was, I was thinking, I said, that was the one part that I didn't ask about that, that part. So give us the whole story about 
the book and even give us a little bit of the backstory of what we were going to call it before it became the champion's mind. Yeah, uh, originally the uh, the book was going to be called The King Mentality, and um, but it wasn't ringing well across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sort of isolating uh, the message, uh, and, ter- and especially in terms of who I was going to reach. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to uh, be broad and to reach as, you know, you know uh, uh, more than what that original title would have allowed me to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm very glad that we changed the title because uh, talking about the champion's mind really yeah. is something for everyone because everyone wants to be a champion. Everybody wants to be a winner. Everybody exactly. wants to be a winner. And here's the, here's the amazing thing is that there are some people, you know, like in sports, if their team doesn't win and, you know, so there are some cities and sports teams that haven't won in years they're really depressed because they're wondering when are we going to have our day? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so everyone wants to be a winner and everyone wants to be a champion. And so as I began to write this book, and of course, if I can give you a little bit of the background, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, um, my, when I, in March of 1960, you know, there were no sonograms or gender reveal parties. Uh, my parents didn't know my gender but they had determined that my name was going to be Michael. They had already said it, told all their friends, uh, if we have this, another boy, I have an older brother, Robert, we're gonna name him Michael. But my mother comes to my grandmother, my loving grandmother, her name is Martha Culbreth. And she comes to her and she says, Ma, if we have another son, we've already decided his name is going to be Michael. When my grandmother hears this news, She turns to my mother and she looks her right in the eye and she says, his name is David. David. Mm -hmm. And then she says, because David was a king, David killed Goliath and David was a great man. And my grandson will be named David and he will be a great man. I love telling that story because what it tells me is that my grandmother was talking to God about me before I got here. Mm -hmm. She didn't know my, well, actually between her and God, they had already settled it. I was going to be a boy and his (laughs) name is going to be David. Mm -hmm. And so, so I have lived my life, you know, embodying this biblical character because of the name David, everywhere I would go, David, King David, it was always this biblical reference. So um, one time I, I said, well, I want to look at David. So I went into the Bible and I was reading about him and we all know that he's a giant slayer, but then I discovered that he was more than just a giant slayer. What he really was, was a winner and a champion at everything that he did. Mm-hmm. And so I That's said, I, yeah, well, that I'll get to that part. <laughs> I'll get to that part. I, I, I got a little bit about the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she's in there. Um, and then I got a revelation about that Bathsheba story too. But um, so they was, like the ladies. Huh? David liked the ladies. Yeah. And and so since you brought up the Bathsheba, and we probably won't have a whole lot of time to talk about it. When I say that David was a champion at everything he did, and you brought up Bathsheba, in that case, even and that's the case when being a champion, when when it when 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 winning at everything goes bad. That's the way I that I said, because sometimes you can conquer things that you're not supposed to conquer because your your mindset. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just a winner, so I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. But sometimes it can be a bad thing, and that's the, that's the whole Bathsheba story. Ah, I like that. That's true because that yeah, was yeah, really yeah. What, what David felt like that he was um, a king and he could do whatever, and whatever. That, and exactly. that was and that was just like a little bit out of bounds on that I, one, right? And he did pay for it. So at, at a certain point in time, but that's where people always say about David, he was a, a man after God's own heart because he felt real repentance about that, and he wrote most of the Psalms and. Yes. All of that. So, you know, yeah. we, we kind of get that, that he was very prolific writer. Yes, he was. Uh, as well, which mm-hmm. is what, what you like to do as well. So one of the things about this is that when we talk about the champion's mind, it's not just men or women, because men, 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 men like to be champions and women too would like to Absolutely. win as well. And Absolutely. so this period of time, it came out um, just this year and the pandemic you know people had two years of that and people were just feeling like what in the world so you had probably how long have you been writing this book well i would say in total definitely a year and a half to two okay before covid though yeah but you know covid Mm -hmm. you know got in the way of a lot of things and again you we earlier we talked about the the name change Mm -hmm. and really trying to uh, uh bring it out and you know anyone who has written a book Sometimes you have ideas and thoughts in your mind, but then when you hand them over to the publisher, <laughs> they get a whole axe, you know, to a lot of things. And not so much as that they take away what you what you wrote, but sometimes sometimes our thoughts are not a are not adequate or appropriate for publication. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, so for, you, for the marketing part of for, it. Right, for the right, the for the, for the right. So I mean, it, we can write anything and I always say we could write anything, but if you just want to write it and don't sell it, that's a journal. But if you want to write it and, and sell and, it, then that's yeah. when it's really like the whole marketing part of it. But and if editing, you, yeah, if you had did the book when you thought it should have been out, it would have been different because the timing of this book is really good for right now. Cause I really absolutely. think people are going through a lot of things and their mindset is the main thing that's being attacked. And that's absolutely. why I like this little helmet up here where it's like, you know, you got to get the mindset, right? You got to protect your mind. That's really protect what your mind. Doing. You got to protect your mind and having the champion's mindset. And so I like the fact that you have endorsements on the book as mm-hmm. well. It can get it on Amazon. So those who are streaming on Amazon can get it here. Um, Dr. George C. Frazier, one of my mentors, uh, the founder of the Power Networking Conference and author of Success Runs in Our Race. So obviously mm-hmm. that's one of the things he gave an endorsement. You have um, you have a professor here from the New School of um, Theology, uh, Dale Irving. Mm-hmm. And also, too, you have the Center for Micro Entrepreneurial Training. You have Joseph Simmons and then you have Andy Kim- Enriquez. Yes, I always have a problem pronouncing his name. I'm sorry, Andy, but he is a CEO of the Master Storytellers. So you have all these different people that are authors, you know, entrepreneurs and people that are speakers and storytellers. And this that really kind of combines like who the book is for, right? It's for those yes. those type of people. You know, I always say there's not a book this one, one there's not a book for everybody other than the Bible, but this one has a particular niche. And by looking at some of the endorsements that you have for it, you can tell like, hmm, George Frazier, if George Frazier endorses his book, then I'm gonna love this book too as well. Absolutely. Because he doesn't endorse everybody's book. And I love the action steps, Dr. David. So that's one of the things too. It's not just a book that talks about your story or about the biblical character of David, but it's like how to apply it. Which is which is like the best part of it. So it gives you the action steps, like number one, you know, um, 
here are some specific actions you can take to become aware of God's presence. So one is to meditate. And you give some, because a lot of people go, how do you meditate? You talk about how to breathe. That's always really one of the main things you explain that. And talking about inhaling God's peace, reading the Bible. And mm-hmm. then you really just talk about how you experience his presence. You read and meditate on the word. And then the last one, just having a conversation with God. Simple talk. <laughs> Simple talk. And Simple that's, talk. It's, it's hard. I always tell people, I said, the hardest thing is to make something simple. Mm-hmm. It really is. And that's, that's why right. I love the book because it is very simple, but it's it's very rich. Very, Absolutely. very rich. And uh, you give some examples of some champions. One I saw in there was uh, Nelson Mandela, but name some other ones as well. Uh, Nelson Mandela is in the book. And um, I'm just trying to, um, who else did I use in there? I used, they, they were under the category of uh, character. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Let me see. I got here. Uh, oh, Wilma Rudolph. Oh, you know, yes. Yes. Wilma, that's, that's when I said, are you sure you want to call it about the king? I said, because you got some women in here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was one. That was one. Wilma, and Kobe. Kobe was in here, right? Well, yeah. I use a quote by Kobe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I use a quote by Kobe where he said something about, uh, I think it was under uh, chapter two. Yeah. Fearless. I, in chapter two, I titled that Be Fearless. Kobe said, the moment you give up is the moment you let someone else win. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So tell us about your your love for sports and this podcast and how you bring all of this under your speaking realm, I guess you would say. Because now if someone wants someone who talks about sports leadership or they want someone to talk about how do we how do we blend it all together? So I love how you've done it, how you spun it. Yeah, uh, uh, sports has been my passion, no doubt. I grew up uh, in Bedford-Stuyvesant in Brooklyn, New York, and uh, I love sports. I love playing it, and uh, sports has helped me to become the leader that I am. You mm-hmm. know, I say most people uh, uh, passively watch sports for entertainment, but sports actively turned me into an effective leader. Hmm. everything that I have learned about leadership, I learned it through sports. I learned. You, yeah. You were a baseball. Um, well, you won a scholarship. For I was a, yep. I was a baseball player, mm-hmm. uh, had an opportunity to get a tryout for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. And in my final three weeks of my college career, I broke my leg in the game and uh, I'd never made the tryout, never made the tryout. But I oftentimes when I tell my story, but it's about this book. So even though, even yeah. though you know, yeah. even though how to defeat the Giants and win. Even exactly. Do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's what that was. That was a particular giant. Um, and all obstacles are giants. But mm-hmm. the question is, how are you going to overcome them? How are you going to overcome the setback, the obstacles, the challenges that come in your life? Here's how you do it. You got to get up, dust yourself off and keep going forward. That's how you do it. I, it, it sounds simple, but the, but you but through drive, dedication, and determination, That's you can it. turn any and every situation around. So you don't let whatever happens to you today keep you from finding what's next for you tomorrow. I love that. And that was so easy. You could have sat and just wallowed in your in pity and just, you know. But what did you end up doing? You ended up going to school. I ended up going to school. I ended, I, well, you know, I, I was finishing school. I ended up making a commitment to come back and finish my degree. It took me another year or so, you know. Um, uh, so I finished my degree. I earned my bachelor's and I went into education. 
I became a teacher for a number of years. Then I went to administration. I went back and got my master's for that. Um, I was a principal. I worked at the superintendent's level. And then ultimately I went and earned my doctorate. Wow. Um, so I, I, I'm very proud of those things. And I didn't allow the setbacks of life to keep Ooh. me from not finding new opportunities and new discoveries. Mm -hmm. And then during that period of time, you were being a referee. You were yeah. awesome. You had started a church. Oh, yeah. I, I, I multitasked for about 30 years or so. Um, I, I was I was bivocational because, yes, I went to I was, a, as I said, I gave you my history as an educator. But, yes, I was a pastor. I pastored for about 15 years on Long Island, New York. And uh, and then I was an NCAA Division One basketball referee. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did that uh, again. And, 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 as you, and you said something earlier about how I intertwine and, 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 you know, brought all those things even into that book. And that's how I live my life. I live my life living out everything that I've done. So mm -hmm. um, I, 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 I'm a former pastor, former educator, former sports referee, and I pull all them together. And that's how I live my life today. And a podcaster. And the podcast, yeah, right. Because I was like, I, that was the, it was a leading question to get you to say the name of yeah. the podcast, right? So, and and I have a podcast. It's called Beyond the Culture, and and uh, Beyond the Culture, embracing change through sports. I love and, that. Yeah, and we talk with people in the sports community who obviously have a background in sports, but you know, uh, they're doing other things to impact the community. And right. changing lives through through whatever they do, whether some people may be still playing, some people may be coaching, but then some people have second second careers, but they're still impacting people, maybe in sports or maybe in business. But I'm always talking to that person in sports because, again, I believe that the, sports always brings out the greatest uh, leaders. Yeah, and that's it. That you really talk about sports leadership, and that's really the sports main thing leadership. that. That, that when people, so do you speak to a lot of um, schools or colleges and universities, um, seminaries, where are you mostly like being booked to speak or, or I to speak in 2023? Yeah. Well, right now, mainly, and you know, some of, some of it is in the academic sphere with schools. Yeah, um, yeah. About, about a month ago, I did a, uh, a keynote for a school district in Long Island. I was the sure. keynote speaker sure. at their, uh, a superintendent's day conference uh, okay. about, about 400 people in the auditorium and wow. they flew that me in like from a, that huh? had to be like a full circle moment for you oh yeah yeah and they flew <laughs> they flew me all the way from orlando florida to new york uh to give a talk and i loved it <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. colleges mm -hmm. we, we, we're, we're working with colleges and we're sharing yeah. stories uh even churches i, I mean obviously you know, based on my background, I do go to yeah. churches and speak. Uh, I still minister. This past Sunday, I got an opportunity to actually get into the pulpit and preach again. I was a, a visiting, oh yeah, a visiting pastor down here in Florida. Uh, so God is good. That's all I have to say. Yeah. So you're doing, so doing the, the uh, Dr. David M. Walker, you know, and it speaks, you know, Dr. David Walker speaks, you know, that's, that's right. one of the things that, that you do. And it's really easy for you. So one of the things that um, you have done a lot of training and that sort of thing, you love school, obviously you do because you all the way up to the PhD level, right? So yes. you, but I always say those that are 
the best teachers also are learners. So what is what are some of the things that I guess you would say that have impacted you in terms of this process of doing this book? Because it was a whole new thing. You had to know a new language and do it. It's, it's a whole new thing, right? Like just getting it published. So what have you learned uh, about yourself doing this? Would you or you have another one like, oh, that was easy. I got another one I'm coming out, busting out in the next couple of weeks. Or is it like, ooh, let me just sit with this for a while. <laughs> let this be my signature book, my signature conference, my signature workshop, my signature. It's like, I'm going to work this book. For some people, yeah. it's like, oh, you know, it's, it's like, what's next? What's next? Yeah. Well, I do believe that I have within me more books. I don't think that this is only going to be my, my only book. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about doing what I'm calling the, uh, the champion's mind leadership development series. Ooh, I like that. Okay. okay. And, um, I'm going it's to step in too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to step into a few areas, a few genres like, you know, uh, diversity and inclusion is one, maybe corporate leadership, um, ed- education, but, but the champion's mind is going to be the umbrella. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so I like I, and I'm going to base it off of that book. And uh, if the Lord says the same as we used to say in the church, but that's what was in my heart. Matter of fact, I even got a, a vision board up there where I've written everything down um, with, you know, in terms, again, like sports edition, championships, mine, uh, black one for black men, the black men edition, because I want to mm-hmm. speak to black men. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So, yeah. So I'm seeing it as an umbrella, the championships, mine um, leadership series leadership development training something like that i love that i love that so one of the things too you know you have george frazier down here as one of your endorsers so i can see you at the pnc the power networking conference next year in 2023 in houston that's yes. where he's been having it uh he just did a call for speakers too not too long ago and he's looking for speakers and they have like a, a conference so i could see this being part of that because it is part of what he talks about success running in your race, having a championship mind, all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So, so yeah, I definitely ha- definitely get to see that. Uh, the other thing too, I like where you're talking about um, communication. And, and so Andy was one of the ones and you talked about um, finding your voice. Mm. And I love that part because so many people see people like Dr. George, you know, <laughs> he's got his own voice or they may see me and they say, oh, well, she has her own voice. But it's like, but how does someone... If you're learning from other people, how do you not sound like that other person? Like if I were trained by Lisa Nichols, how not to sound like Lisa Nichols? You know, yes, yes. You know, what if yeah. I'm saying that? It's like, that's not even Pam. Like, yes, yes, that's Lisa's thing. So right. how did you find your voice and how do you t- teach others or train others to find their voice? You know, um, finding your voice is very, very important. And I talk about that in the book. I think I use Maya Angelou as the the one in there. And the story that I tell there was that, you know, she was assaulted as a young girl. And for for five years, she never spoke, never spoke a word from the age of eight to 13. And uh, but during that time, she developed a love for poetry. And uh, but she would see all the other children talking. And she says, you know, one day I'm going to do it. And finally, at 13, she broke out of her her silence and she found her voice and her voice was in um in um in um poetry mm-hmm. so so finding your voice is really um allowing your story to come forth 
See, see, some you said something very powerful when you said Lisa Nichols. You kind of you said something about that she has a voice pattern or the yes, yes, or saying pattern. That's mm -hmm. not finding your voice. Finding your voice is really being able to tell your story. That's that's your voice. It's not it's not necessarily a particular cadence or sound, but your voice is your story because that's right. the yeah, mm -hmm. that's the that is the only a story that's going to have impact in the lives of other people from you is your story and mm. your voice. And mm. so, and then sometimes, unfortunately, sometimes we discover our voice through tragedy. Yeah. You know, um, but I call, I have a, when I do my talks, uh, the third point of my talk is called maintain your advantage. Mm. Yeah. And I, and I, what I say about maintain your advantage is, your life experience is your advantage in life. What does that mean? Whatever it is that you have been through is your advantage. It's what you need to use to find your voice, to tell your story, to change other people's lives. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes, like I said, in Maya's case, it was tragic. Oprah talks about a, a similar assault, or sometimes some people may come from a uh, their father wasn't around or they may come from poverty or, you know, they may be of a particular ethnic minority. Sometimes as black people, we say, well, we don't, they're not going to give us a chance for we black. I say what, whoever you are, whatever you are, Using whatever it. your <laughs> life is, that is your advantage. Stop looking for someone else's story to tell, tell mm -hmm. yours. That's mm -hmm. your advantage in life, no matter whatever it is, because you cannot change your story, but you can tell it. Mm -hmm. I love that. And it is, it's, it's something that you will just have that'll resonate so deeply in you. You'll tell it over and over again. And I look at Les Brown, Les Brown tells a lot of the same stories because he's the only one that that happened to That's and right. the way that it did. So he has his twin brother, his Mamie Brown's son and, you know, all of those things. Right. And it's just part of his story. And, and it is part of your brand as well. So we, we're kind of wrapping up a little bit. So if people were to follow you on social media, what are the kind of things that you're sharing out in your in terms of your content? Well, mostly I, I, I'm I'm trying to get people to see how they could be champions in life. Mm -hmm. Everything that I do, I talk about uh, being a champion, overcoming. Yes. Uh, I, I talk about uh, being yourself, being your authentic self. That's how you win. Stop being other people. Stop being someone else. Uh, mm -hmm. Be yourself. You will win by being you. No one can be a better you than you. That's it. That you is know, so there's good. a lot of great people in the world, and I'll say some names, George Frazier, T.D. Jakes, name them. Mm -hmm. On their best day, they could never be better, a better me than I can be. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, so I don't worry about them. I'm just going to be myself. So I tell people, you can be a champion, you can be a winner, but you will do it best by living your authentic self. Mm -hmm. I love it. And the thing of it is, too, I, it makes me think of uh, Dr. Stacey N.C. Grant. She's always at Dr. Frazier's event. So I definitely want to see you at her event. And I'm putting it out there, Dr. Stacey N.C. Grant, okay. that Dr. David should be a part of the lineup for when she does her Faith Panure, uh conference in Queens. Oh, uh, not too far from maybe Long Island, I don't think. Or, that's, or that's my home, Queens. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's where she is. And she's um, talk about using everything. She's um. Uh, from Queens. Her grandmother's from uh, Jamaica, Kingston, Jamaica. She 
she loves to speak. She's a teacher as well. She's got a teaching gift as well. But some of the things that you're saying just kind of resonates a lot with what she says about being her authentic self. Now, Faith Panur, she's she's loves the Lord. And so she still goes and teaches and trains in corporate America, but she lets them know that, hey, my faith is important to me. I mean, she didn't go in there hitting them over the head with a Bible or anything, but it is just part of who she is. And she's successful at it. The same thing with you. Everything that you have, you're successful with it because you're authentically you. It is your voice. Absolutely. And people are paying for your voice. They want to hear your voice. They didn't They didn't call you in to, to hear somebody else's voice and somebody else's story. Exactly. So that's why I was saying that the two of you. And, and one of the things, she just became the president of... Um, the Zetas. It's a, it's a national sorority Sure, uh, that she just became that. That's why all the blue and that kind of thing. So I just see, she just texted me just now. I was like, Hmm, I'm going to make sure that she gets a copy of this book okay. and reads it and have you as part of b- part of her conference that she does every year. I think it's her fifth year next year. Absolutely. Year year. So that will be really, really good. But that's what speakers is, is try to get everybody connected Black Speakers Network, you know, our friend Brian Oles, all the different people, Dr. Cheryl Woods, she's doing SpeakerCon. All of us are trying to make a big difference and trying to impact and change people's lives for the better, which is, which is really your mission. That's like, that's what your grandmother saw you do, right? It's like, <laughs> that's right. a lot of people's lives. It's like, okay, so, and you surround yourself with people that are helping you to do that. So I Amen. just really, really appreciate that. And more people, we can find out more about you too, making sure that they go here, uh, go to uh, Dr. Krita Banner here, go to drdavidmwalker.com. Let me put it up here, create banner. It's, it's, it's doing the ticker, but for those of you who can't see it, but it is his name, drdavidmwalker.com. So uh, with that, Dr. David, thank you so much for joining Speakers Magazine. So you've been featured in our issue a couple of times and uh, hopefully see you in 2023 as well, you know, because before we were talking about the book was coming out. So we did, That's not, right. we did yeah. not have the book cover and that in there as well. So definitely yeah. have that, but I want to see you next year at a couple of the events. Absolutely. And before we, we go, anyone that purchased the book on Amazon, or you can go directly to my website at drdavidmwalker.com. And if you go to my website, I develop, uh, Pam, this uh, companion study guide. Ah. That, yeah, that they can get for free on the website. Okay. And, uh, and, and those action steps that you talked about, at the end of each chapter. Yes, yes, I love those. The 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 study guide, the companion study guide is something that they can use to help them to answer those questions because it's you uh, know it's got the lines and you can write like, everything up. Yeah, like it's like, work, like, it's like a workbook. workbook. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. So if they get it on Amazon then come back to davidmwalker.com. Right. They can actually download. Right. The- but if and if they come to if they come to my website to buy the book I will autograph the copy. So you'll get an autographed copy from me that I'll send to you. And uh, and then you can download the free um, companion study guide on my website. I love that. I love it. So one of the things, this is the last thing I'm going to say, because, you know, I just just love you. And I just always have all kind of ideas for you because you're just so creative. you got to speak at, at Michigan State. Okay. Like, really? You know, like you got to figure out what what part with basketball team, somebody. But with this with this helmet on here, they gonna already love you. You couldn't get a green, but it's okay. We could go with the blue. All right. <laughs> I, I'd love to talk to Coach Tom Izzo. Yes, yes. 
that is that's it that's it okay. so i kind of see that in your future as well so you'll be coming back to michigan again again wonderful so, yes 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 so well that is good that is good but yeah i see some things for you that are really just opening up for you in 2023 and i just want to say i'm very very proud of you people go to david m walker they can go there watch the trailer get the workbook book them to speak uh all the things collaborations those are some of the things as well and i have been the the uh okay some of our comments over here i'm not going to post those comments but anyway uh <laughs> nice i hope they're nice uh well we uh, it it's depending on who you are i don't know so but thank you so much for joining us today dr david and sure. i will talk with you soon god bless thank you all right so that is drdavidmwalker.com. We were streaming over here at Amazon. Make sure that you get the book. You can get the book over at Amazon as well. Uh, you can see this here. And then also, too, he's been featured in Speakers Magazine as well. Go to speakersmagazine.com. Look, type in his name, and you'll see all his pages pop up over there as well. So with that, I am Pam Perry, and I'm out. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye. <laughs>